Marty in the Morning on RTE Lyric FM with Spry Finance. Keep living the life you love. Here we go! You can fly, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly. Sammy can and uh, who was that? Who was Bobby Driscoll? I have no idea. Anyway, that's from uh, that's from the movie. The reason we're playing that, and there is a reason, is because we went along, um, um, my lovely daughter Jessica and myself, to the Gay Theatre for J. M. Barry's Peter Pan. Well, I say it's J. M. Barry's Peter Pan. It's um, a new version by Roddy Doyle, which is very different, I can tell you. But that's fine too because the story is still there. But one of the things that hit us was uh, the music by Stefan French who's with me now. Stefan, good morning. Hi, how are you? I'm awful good. And you, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. The coffee's only kicking in. You've already done uh, Oh, no, no. Day. I'm high as a kite from half four this morning when I get out of the bed. Jeez, Listen, firstly, 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 um, it is a case, isn't it, sometimes with an event like this that people don't even get to notice sometimes that this music is there creating mm. this uh, extra atmosphere and of course that is the joy of cinema because in film we have it all the time you're no stranger to this you've composed your music for Peter Pan at the gate but you're no stranger to all you've been doing this for well it seems to me a long time yeah about 11 or 12 years now I think it is oh, what yeah. age are you? 32 32? Yeah. So you were 20 years of age, basically, when you started to do yeah, well, this. I knew her very early on. That's what I wanted to do. So, yeah. you know, when I was finishing up in college, I started pursuing student show films, things like that, and kind of... Oh, what was college? Where was college? I went to DIT. Did right. Did a degree, and then a few years later did a master's in film scoring, so... Right. Yeah. And, and um, that was just... Like, you didn't know anybody, presumably, or did you, who had done this already? No, or? no. Uh, you kind of just, like I say, you start with... Student films, things like that, and yeah, one thing leads to another. You try to just keep chipping away. Um, it takes a long time to build a name for yourself, you know. And I'm still, of course, it does. You know, even 10 years in, I'm still nowhere in terms of career, There's a long way to go. So, yeah, but yet you've done, you've done this in the gate, right? Which is a very important thing because a lot of people are going to hear this, a lot of people are going to say, well, Hang on a second, and that's important. Uh, but I, I was looking at the list, like from 1983 you were doing stuff, like you're, you're, you're doing a lot of stuff here, you know, there's a lot of bits and pieces that you have kind of reinterpreted whatever, but when you sit down to do it, are you writing on a piano, are you, how are you doing it? Yeah, so I've got my studio in the house, um, yeah. it's all on computer these days, I mean the, yeah, the days of, of sitting at a piano and writing on sheet music is, is long gone. Yeah. Um, so you don't yeah. do that at all? At the odd time, I might do it. Depends. Like if you're if you're needing to write a melody or something, like you might noodle around on the piano. But yeah. for something like this, it was all in front of the computer. It's funny you should yeah. say that. I remember we interviewed Hans Zimmer mm-hmm. uh, a year or two ago, and he was like that too. He'd almost hum the tune, and someone else would start to write it down. Yeah. Like funny, a, funny story about him. He uses a software called Cubase. 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 Yeah. yeah. And when I was about eleven or twelve, that's when I picked that up. I went into town at a music maker and I bought a copy of it. And at the time, everyone who was into music technology was saying it's very strange. You know, why did you pick Cubase? Yes, yeah. At the time, it wasn't really the main thing. Yeah. Fast forward to now, it's one of the main softwares out there. Hans Zimmer used it, James Newton Howard used it, all of that. So I just like that little little anecdote Isn't of that. Uh, fantastic that you were in there using mo- it. Most film composers now are using some sort of software like that. You can open up whatever instrument you want, you write the parts in, you layer it all up as you go. 
and that's how you end up with the, the music we have in a show like this. Well, I mean, and I have to admit, uh, my daughter said to me, by golly, the music is gorgeous. Um, now, she, she can't avoid it because of what we do for a living in, in my house. Sure, yeah. uh, but it is interesting, isn't it, that, that you are putting music together, but sometimes it might be two minutes, sometimes it could be 50 seconds. That's it, Just yeah. like a movie. Yeah, well, that, that was the thing. I mean, one of the first questions I asked and Ed, the director, when I was being interviewed, I said, you know, what do you very want? genuinely, I said, how come you, you came to me? Because I didn't have any theatre credits to speak of. Right, but film. And, and that, well, yeah, but sure, film, but that was my main thing. And he said, well, for a show like this, big cinematic, almost true composed score is what we need yeah. to elevate the story, the drama and everything. Um, but what's so hard in theatre is on any given night... Something could be 10 seconds long, it could be 15 seconds long, of you know, course. it's live. Yes. Yeah. So not only are you writing the score for all the scenes, you have to write it in such a way that it can be flexible in the event that, you know, if, a, if an actor wants to deliver their lines in a slightly different way or a prop. In the meantime, this is waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the way it's constructed is very different to how you would do in a film. You write it in a lot of blocks. And then there's a stage manager, Barbara Hughes, who's doing a great job at the gate. Yes. Uh, she's basically following along and any time lines of dialogue sync up with a cue, she's triggering it. So yeah. it seems like the music is just playing along to everything and you of know, course. it's all in sync, but it's it's but there's a lot she going can't on miss a cue. Because suddenly the whole thing goes... Touch, touch wood now. You yeah, can't be saying course, things like yeah. that, yeah. But, but, but suddenly things will go awry. Yeah, yeah. People go on over the show. That, that's the beauty of it. I mean, I, I think yeah. the, the big thing that struck me working on this different to film is that everyone is in the room creating it together. Yes. yes. Like, normally I'm sat in my studio at home during post-production. Sure. I will never have met the actors or even sometimes the producers. Or, right. Know, at most, I might meet the editor. You know, it's a very okay. isolated. So it's just a, do that piece of work, you deliver the piece you of work, it in, and then yeah, it, and it goes you out go into in the when they're mixing it into the film. But with this, you're there with the stage designer, costume, you know, the movement director, puppet directors, yes. all of the cast. You know, it's, it, you really get a sense of the team effort. We're going to play. Uh, does a track it's two minutes and six seconds? Mm -hmm. this, this piece. Do, yeah. do you have a title in your head for these? I deliberately didn't title them because I didn't yeah. want to give any spoilers. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Peter Pan. We might know. Yeah, they're, they're, um, anyway, all, they're all kind of medleys anyway. Yes, they are. Um, anyway, this is, um, this is uh, the work of, uh, of Stefan, Stefan French uh, from, I was going to say the soundtrack, my head's gone, from, um, what, what would you call it when it's a play? It's not a soundtrack. We call it a soundtrack. Ah, uh, call it a soundtrack, okay, right, because it is, actually.
getting a flying team in here. Uh, Peter Pan, that's um, music from uh, Peter Pan, the new version by Roddy Doyle at the Gay Theatre. Uh, Stefan French is the composer. Stefan is with me. Um, I have to say, um, I'm getting, like, you listen to any music, you get elements of other people. I'm getting Thomas Newman. Oh. As he's coming in here, which is a good thing, uh, oh, I would like to say to you, because, um, and it's, it's, it's interesting that when we, when we went, the music hit us, uh, the, the two of us, uh, at the, at the Gate Theatre, we were kind of going, oh, oh, because it was, it was kind of, it was different. We, you know, and it turned it into a different spectacle. And I mean, the reviews of the, the actual uh, event have been, um, I suppose, mixed is the word. We happen to love it. Um, and we thought it was, it was a riot and great fun. And uh, in the gay theatre, to see so many people uh, working so hard on stage, Claire Dunn, I mean, it's ludicrous. Yeah, no, she's oh, she's yeah. unbelievable. And the man from the lottery, which I didn't oh, recognise yeah, him too. Yeah, I, yeah, I should yeah, know. Yeah. Um, and uh, somebody else recognised Brian Quinn as the man which from the lottery. Sure, when he's, I was Coming in here, Marlene, I was actually saying I nearly didn't want to mention anyone in particular because they're all yeah. knocking it out of the park. I That's mean, true. As I said, because I don't normally get to see the process, yes. you know, I was in rehearsal kind of seeing them all getting into the zone and everything. That's right, it, that's right. It's something else. And how, now you were there that night when we were there. Have you? Do you go back to it? Do you... I will be going back sometime in so early you, December. All right, so you don't go... You, you don't make a point... Well, was that all the previews? Yes. Yeah, it was... Uh, as they were making it right, yeah, yeah, but you don't go to the, you don't go to the other ones. No, you don't pop your head in. I can pick a few, pick a few if I want to pop in and yeah. say hello to everybody. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know, but also to make sure that your music's being used properly and that it's not going sure, a different I, way. I trust them. There's something else about you. You've recorded and conducted your work, uh, including the Eastwood scoring stage at Warner Brothers. Yeah. How did that happen? There's loads of things over the years. Uh, you know, there's a lot of workshops and things that you can do uh, for training. Yeah. Um, that particular one was a conducting workshop, the Los Angeles Film Conducting Intensive. Was that part of your course here? No, no, they're, they're separate workshops that you can apply okay. to go and do. Um, yeah. Essentially, what I wanted to do was get a bit of skilling in if I ever need to conduct my own music. Sure. Um, and that was a, a very intense four days of you learned music, you went in front of the orchestra the next day, you, off you went. And how did it feel? How did it feel? Day one, incredibly nerve-wracking, mm. and then, surprisingly enough, by the fourth day, you do actually start to get into the, right. the swing of it. Plus, and, uh, the people that you're conducting, these people, are seasoned performers, oh, many of them. You so have they're... no idea. I mean, we're talking the best of the best. Wow. Soundtracks I would have grown up listening to as a kid. Oh, really? They're literally the musicians sitting in front of you. I mean, the one in the front of the cello section is one of John Williams's first call cello players. I mean, right. You have no idea. That you're, yeah. you're walking into that room going, yeah. oh, Hair's you know, <laughs> standing up and all that. Yeah, stuff. what's going to happen um, to me here? Yeah, but yeah, no, there's, there's nothing compares. Uh, I I don't think I will conduct my own work when it comes to it. Why? Uh, it you, you need there's too much going on, and if you're trying to focus on the takes and discuss things with the director producers. It's better just have someone who, who knows what they're doing. Sure, I understand. Take the reins. Uh, and I just noticed, because I, I, I had uh, the Newman scoring stage. Is that Thomas Newman? So that's the, yeah, that's, that's Fox Studios. Oh, for God's sake, yeah. Disney owns it now. Yeah. Own all of LA nearly at this point. Sure. Uh, that's, so, yeah, that was the ASCAP Film Scoring Workshop in 2015. Um, I was applying for about five years, got rejected every time, and then eventually 
managed to weasel my way in. So but what do you do? Do you send them? Do you send them snippets of your work? Is yeah, that yeah. It's a, like, like an audition tape. Year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, I mean, I think every year they were getting about three hundred applicants, and there's only twelve places. Right. Um, but it, it it has a lot of uh, cloud in the industry, so I was well chuffed to get that at the time. Um, one month in LA, treated like a, an A-list composer. That's fantastic. Yeah, and are you are you are you a qualified conductor at this stage? No, no. No, no. I, as I say, I wanted to do it just in, in the event I right, would okay. need to. And also, it's good to know the various roles involved so sure. that when you're actually in the studio communicating, yeah. you know it's involved. Um, but like I say, it, it, there's people who dedicate just as many years as you would to... Oh, of course, instrument. of course. We had one of them in on Friday. Uh, was it Friday he was in? Or Thursday? Oh, yeah, the uh, Ken Show. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. in on, on Thursday or Friday, yeah. I'm sure you know John Fanukin as well. He John Fanukin, of course, Clarinet. the great John Fanukin. I played in the hybrid. He'd whip March, out a clarinet as quick as he'd look at you. You're still playing it? Yes. No, are you? No, 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 he got me to play two notes. It was as far as I got. You were good, though, because it's not easy. They were two great notes. It's not easy. Thank you. It's not easy. No, you say only two notes, but even just to get sound, sometimes people struggle. To what? You're looking at the struggler. That's me. see Peter Pan flying as we speak uh, <laughs> in my mind's eye. Uh, Stephen French with me, the man responsible for the music for Peter Pan by uh, the new version by Roddy Doyle at the Gate Theatre. Um, we were just chatting while that was on. We mentioned the Thomas Newman thing and the, 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 the connection and, um, and how you write. Yeah, no, I was going to say, because I, I haven't really... Nobody said that to me before, obviously, as I say, a huge compliment. He's one of the, the absolute greats of the industry. But I, I've seen interviews with him where he talks about his approach. He's very much into 
finding a sound that evokes whatever emotion he's trying to depict. He's not into sitting down, plotting out chords, being very methodical or technical about it. And that's the same with me. Yeah. Half the time, I don't even know what chords I'm using. I'm, I'm sitting at the piano, I'm finding my way, I hear something that's nice, I say, okay, we go with that. So it's the mood. Yeah. And that's what, essentially, you know, film scoring or scoring for stage or whatever, you've got scenes where you're trying to convey an emotion that's going to help the audience, Yeah. you know, be in the story. But that's what you that's what you created at the gate, which I haven't come across before. You know, yeah, it, it's not common for a stage show to no, have it's a not. score like that. Yeah. And I think yeah. that maybe that's why it hit us. I mean, look, we're in here all the time. Heaven, for God's sake, we play composers every day. It's what we do. It's our, how, we, how we live here, sure. you know. Uh, so we would be familiar with Thomas Newman. We'd be familiar with, um, I mean, it can be uh, Gold. It can be Ennio Morricone. It can be whoever it is, doesn't matter. Mm. You, you, you just are because it's what we do. But when you go to a show like this, you don't know what to expect. And when the music came up, it was kind of, oh. And then another piece would come up, oh. And that was where it was just very exciting for us. Yeah, yeah I think um, my, my, my hope was, I mean, obviously, you know, it's, it's a, a collective thing, the stage, the lighting, costumes, all sure. the cast and everything. But yeah, but, yeah, the, but we get the, that anyway when we go to the theatre. Sure. We don't oh, get course, what you did. What saying, yeah, and that was the exciting thing for us. I think but because the nature of the story, I mean, how do you depict flying on a stage and how do you depict getting mixed off to this imaginary land yeah. where nobody grows up and then, you know, so it did need a score that was going to kind of elevate all of those things and carry yeah. through all those. And I also hope to create something that if you closed your eyes at any given moment you'd still feel like you were in the moment yes. you know it was transporting yeah. you without realising it into whatever the situation well, that's, a, that's a great way to describe it um, where do you take this where do you take where does where does where does Stefan say well here this is where I'm going now like, well I, I hope that people are continuing to go along and see it it's on until oh, uh, January 14th yeah. and then, uh, but this is your current work Peter this is my current work that's the thing like I say you, you do things and you hope that one thing leads to another you know yeah. if somebody hears this and they like it and they're making a project they can get in touch with me but, but yeah but I'm sure more than that you'd be you'd be kind of uh, kind of self-motivating as well that you'd be sending this to oh yeah yeah so studios my, my plans are you know there's about 80 minutes of music in this show right my, my and we're playing the quieter ones i mean there's up yeah I, i'm, I'm picking out a few sections to play today but uh there's like i say might even be nearly two hours so what i'm going to do is i'm going to once i've had a bit of a break i'll piece that all together and put together a, a kind of a soundtrack that i plan to release oh right um, i haven't worked out any details yet but yeah that'd be a nice uh, idea i'd say it. but what i'd probably do is towards the end of the show run I'll, I'll release it because it won't be any spoilers then. Sure, yeah, well, that's... <laughs> you'll see true. the track names and all of a sudden yeah. you'll know everything that happened in that's the show. That's very true. <laughs> when, when, did you say, when is it running until, by the way, at the gate? Until January 14th, I 14th, believe. right, that's a good yeah. long run. Um, uh, but it's a great show. We, we thoroughly loved it. But as I said, the, the, the music hit us uh, tremendously. Um, but for you, when this ends, OK, you're going to do that with the music. But then where do you move this to? I mean... Do you, do you take it somewhere else? Because your career, you can do it alone and you don't have to be with other... I understand all that. And, the, you know, when the music goes out there. But do you need to be somewhere? Do you need to think about America? Do you need to think about London? Do you need to think about being somewhere else? Yeah, people here? have always said to me, why did I never move out to L.A.? You know, I've been there many times. Um, that is still very much where the industry is kind of centralised. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I haven't had the immediate need to yet. Right. Or even 
desire. I, okay. I very much like Dublin, and I have my, yeah. you know, my hobbies and things all on my doorstep. So, so yeah, so you're happy to, to, to operate from here. Yeah, I mean, uh, I come and go. You know, it sure. makes me laugh when I bump into people in town. They say, "Oh, Stephen, good to see you. Are you back in Dublin?" I said, "Well, I never left." Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, I do, I do try to go over and you know, stay in touch with people and things. because yeah, it is important, and it's also important yeah. the, the face-to-face thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you're in an industry where I've no doubt. There's lots of them over oh, there. You'll be, be forgotten in a You in a would, yeah. Eye, yeah. Yeah, so you've yeah. got to kind of keep yourself in yeah. there. This has been a real pleasure talking to you this morning. I've really enjoyed it. Um, and I was delighted to meet your mum and dad too when we were at the gate. And they were... Yeah, well, thanks for having me. No, yeah. but no, yeah. my great pleasure. But they were suitably delighted with you too, which is always a good sign when your <laughs> folks are pleased with you. Um, it's a heck of a direction. I hope we meet you again. I hope that you'll you'll move on. and Because I know you've done lots of work already, but I, I, I hope that does, does another... Another wave to get into another oh, level. Sure, I, I hope so too. Otherwise, otherwise, why are you doing it? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been a pal. It's uh, at the at the Gate Theatre, and it's running until the 9th of January. Fourteenth. Fourteenth, even. Yeah. I said the 9th. I was closing it early. See the way I did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's Roddy Doyle's take on it, which is uh, which is different, but it is stunning. And watch out for Stephen French's music. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you.